this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. Today, we're going to talk about another slow cooker recipe in our series. This one will be tasty, and a little bit sweet, a little bit tangy, and I think you'll like it. So, I need you to go and open up your big book of stuff, because we're going to talk about something fun. Now, remember, these are slow cooker recipes. They're not meant to be eaten right away. You can accelerate cooking, but it just won't taste the same way. So, open up that big book of stuff, because today we're going to make Catalina apricot chicken in the slow cooker. Let's get started. So for this recipe, you're going to need Catalina dressing. Now, if you're not sure what that is, it's a sweeter version of French dressing. You could definitely substitute French dressing in this recipe and it would be fine. But understand, we're talking about a thicker dressing, a thick French. You do not want the thin one which is the original French dressing because that one's more like a vinaigrette than anything else. Most of the time when you get your French in the store, it's definitely not looking like a vinaigrette. So keep in mind that this should be a thicker dressing. If you cannot find a dressing in your local grocery store that says Catalina, look for California French because that's what it's also branded most popularly as in the store. Once you've got that, you'll need a packet of French onion soup mix. You'll need some pepper. If you want to give it a punch, you can use a blend of half Szechuan pepper, half white pepper, and half black peppercorns. Wait, that's too many halves. I mean a third of each. I'm silly sometimes. And then in addition to this, you've got all that going on. Don't forget your chicken. You can either use chicken quarters or chicken thighs. It's up to you, but it's important to leave the skin on. And we'll get to the rest as we go. Now you're also going to need a jar of apricot preserves, but you knew that, and some salt. You can use Celtic salt, you can use canning salt, which is also known as kosher salt, you can use Himalayan pink salt, you can use whatever salt you like, but if you use the table salt, it's going to give a different flavor. I'm just letting you know. No judgment, it's completely up to you. Or you can use some of the herbal salt that we've made in previous episodes. Personally, I think if you make a nice winter savory salt, it would be absolutely awesome. You will also need an herb. Something along the line of maybe winter savory or even orange thyme. 
If you don't have those, you can use regular time. Or you can use something a little bit extra, because I love being extra. You know that by now. And use kitchen pepper or herbs de Provence. It's up to you. It's your dish. I'm not the boss of you. Now that you have everything assembled, including the slow cooker, you're going to lightly brown all of your chicken. Remember, wash your chicken first, take off all the white skin from the chicken that may be, you know, silver skin, especially on the drumsticks. If you don't like um, a lot of tendons, you could take those out. It's up to you. But usually you don't find that much in those pieces. But you might decide to do a whole chicken, which would be fine if it's a small chicken. Again, just remember to debone uh, many of the pieces, but leave the bones inside of the wings as well as the legs and thighs. It just gives a little bit more nutrition. I like the marrow in my meat and in my um, bones to actually, I want to say, leach out into my dishes. But maybe you're not like that. Maybe you don't eat food with blood in it, in which case that's fine too. You can definitely use birds that don't have bones at all. Once you've uh, deboned it then, proceed the way we're going to here, which is to lightly brown on all sides. Don't cook it all the way through. You want the crock pot to do the majority of the work. This way you're giving a nice little sear on everything. It's just a different flavor. Once your pieces are browned, now what you're going to do is actually mix together your sauce. That's your dressing, your herb if you have it, and your preserves and your onion soup mix just really like mix with a spoon. Just make sure that all the dry mix is absorbed. If you've made your onion soup mix substitute from scratch, then make sure all of your ingredients are absorbed. We'll talk again about how to do that from scratch in another episode. But once those are all together and combined properly so that there are no lumps, you are going to put that to the side. Put your now brown chicken into the bottom of the slow cooker and then completely cover your chicken with the sauce. But you're only going to use about half of it. If you really want to go all out, you could add some uh, small potatoes and leeks that you've chopped up into the slow cooker at this time, but you don't have to. I, I prefer it if you leave it alone and you will see why once it completely cooks down because it's going to it's going to have a consistency where you really don't want to mix it with those other ingredients, if you get what I mean. So you're putting them in there, put the sauce in it, sprinkle it with a little bit of extra time, and cover it for about six to eight hours 
on high. I'm just going to tell you, it only took my slow cooker a good seven hours to get it to where the meat was falling off the bone. And it was absolutely delicious. It was one of the best things I've ever tasted. Um, and I just, I can't praise it enough. I did not invent this recipe. It was given to me. But it is delicious. that you reserved half of the sauce is so that if someone wants to have it a little extra sauce you know have it on their plate uh, and pour it over <clears throat> you can warm it up after you've taken the chicken out of the cooker and started plating uh, always add a little bit of extra sauce heat it up don't serve it cold you want it to be warm to get the full effect as with anything heating a spice will let it become more fragrant and the flavors will bloom. Uh, in addition to this, this is when you're going to place your other items on the plate. Um, if there are people who are picky eaters, I'm going to warn you. If there are the people who cannot have their food touching, then you may want a separator plate or to place it in a small bowl uh, on the plate or in a uh, small ramekin when you serve because it is a mess. I'm not even gonna kid you, it is a mess. But it's a good mess. It's it's good trouble. It's so good. Um, now, I will say this. I do understand that this is a chicken recipe. But I believe you could probably get a similar effect with duck. Just understand duck has a different taste. I don't eat duck. But I can tell you how to cook duck. But I don't eat duck. Because I have pet ducks. And they kill my ducks. Uh, because of the ordinance and I was never over it uh, so but I'm gonna continue to think about eating duck I'm really considering it but I have had goose and that was pretty good but I don't think this meat would be good for that uh, however I believe pheasant would go with this very well but if you are looking for the delicate flavor of pheasant it might not be what you want to cover with this sauce I also think you can have a good amount of uh, blending with dove like morning dove this will be a good taste uh, just keep in mind that gamey meat is going to react differently but I think that that tiny bit of vinegar that's in the, the dressing will work to help tame that if you're not sure then soak your game meat in a little bit of milk first preferably buttermilk uh, and then just let it go or in a little bit of vinegar water but it's up to you try this recipe for the upcoming winter holidays uh, we are in November here in the United States so we do have a certain holiday coming up Thanksgiving in addition to that we also have our December holidays coming up for Yule or Christmas winter solstice Festivus and many others and yes I did say Festivus for the rest of us <laughs> gratuitous Seinfeld reference but again, you don't always have to make a huge meal to make a homey meal. So I would recommend considering this. Uh, make it one time for yourself and your family and maybe make it for your contribution to the next potluck 
or the next holiday meal gathering with your family and friends or your friends giving so that you'll have something unique to share, you know? I love sharing these things with my friends and we're friends, right? I would like to think so. I would I would really enjoy hearing your stories of making this dish and any, any other dishes that you found to be tasty and convenient using your, using, I can't talk today, using your slow cooker. I give these recipes with a sense of love because I think food can sometimes represent love and food that just makes you feel homey and warm is one of those things that really can connect us. I hope you'll try it and I hope you'll, I'll see you here again on my magical cottagecore life.